1: Hi, I'm Craig Ellingson. I'm the sports editor at the Edmonton Sun and the Edmonton Journal, and uh, this is our orders podcast for June 30th, 2016, Is we're a day ahead of free agency, uh, we're, we're a day after probably the biggest orders trade in a very long time. Uh, I don't know, I actually hadn't sat down and thought about what the last biggest trade would have been. Chris Pronger, not really sure. Um, with me today, Rob Tichkowski, uh, orders writer for the Sun and the Journal. Hi Rob. Hi. And Jim Matheson, O writer, hello there, so I need to ask you the trade uh Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. Tell me your thoughts on it
0: uh it's It's a bad trade, there's no way around it, like player for player it's a it's a bad trade i mean i, I know that they had a need to fill, and they had to fill that need uh but I think you could have got more for Taylor Hall am I, mean, I I can't imagine that New Jersey was sitting there and saying, you know, that's it, all we're giving you is Larson. They couldn't, you know, if if you can't wiggle something more out of New Jersey, then go somewhere else. Because if all of a sudden all these second-tier defensemen are in the mix, there are a lot more teams that they maybe could have dealt with. Uh, I just, you know, man for man, it's a bad trade. And I, I I know you need defensemen, I know you have to fill that void, but it, man for man, it's a bad trade.
2: Uh, yeah, I I would have thought they would get at least a second-round draft choice along with with uh, Adam Larson on the second round pick could have been given to Boston next year for Peter Shirelli. He's going to need a second round, extra second rounder next year. Um, Larson to me seems like so many of those young defensemen now that are getting signed to these six-year contracts along with Oscar Kleffbaum on the Oilers uh, Ole Mata in Pittsburgh they look at him and say okay you're a good player we'll sign you to six years for four million a year and which is what uh, Larson's making and they, they see that it's good value over the term uh, he's not going to give the orders a whole lot of offense I do think however he's going to play in the first pairing I mean you look at the order of defense if he played in the first pairing in New Jersey he can play in the first pairing in Edmonton New Jersey was a better team at Edmonton last year so uh, he plays lots of minutes and he'll be the defense of conscious the uh, Travis Hamonick type but they still need an offensive defenseman uh, to move the puck the ice and, and play the point in the power play, and I think Peter alluded to that too. Uh, that still isn't there. They don't have a guy to run the power play, to quarterback the power play. And certainly you need that with Connor McDavid on the team.
0: And their best bargaining chip to get that guy is gone now. So I don't know where they where they find that number one, or they're just going to have to carry on without it, or, or, or what the plan is. But uh, you know, you had a real great bargaining chip there, and, and you, you spent it on, on on Larson. I don't know. I don't I don't like it much at all.
2: I like it better than. Rob does, but only because defensemen are harder to get than wingers in the National Hockey League. I think, you know, I guess I hire. But, but uh, that said, I look back at the trade where where Winnipeg traded Evander Kane, who is not as good a player as Taylor Hall, in my opinion, and uh, they got back Tyler Myers and Drew Stafford and a couple of young players and draft pick for, for Kane and Bogosian. That seemed like a, a, a better haul for for uh you know in the Kane deal than, than Taylor Hall. But um you know, I'm not I'm not sitting there with one guy making the calls, so I'm not the 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 uh, general manager making the calls from the reading Ray Shero's quotes uh this morning he said they had been talking ahead of time. They both had got the feel for both teams and as Shero was leaving the draft on Sunday, or Saturday rather, he says, You gonna give me a call or what? And so he did give them a call on Monday, and they started talking to trade, and the trade's made two days later. So, so sometimes, you know, you don't have to plan these trades too far in advance. I guess as soon as they said Taylor Hall and Adam Larson, you know, they had something going. But I think I agree with Rob. I, I just certainly gotta. Uh, second round draft choice if i could too
0: or at least and and the thing about the Oilers is they have a lot of young skilled players but you look at where they rank offensively over the past few years it's consistently in the bottom third worse you know near the very bottom of the nhl this team team doesn't score a lot of goals and they just traded a guy who gets a lot of their points a lot of their offense so you know where does the offense come now when a team that is already struggling to generate offense traded one of its best offensive players it's uh, I'm not saying you, you don't trade Taylor Hall for a defenseman. I'm saying you, you make a better deal than the one they made.
2: And I I, I think as well, if Lucic comes in, Lucic is a 55-point NHL player. He's 20 goals, 55 points. If Puglia is the second-line right winger, he's 45 points. That's a long way from a 70-point player, which Taylor Hall is. Uh, so they're going to have to make up the offense somewhere along the line. And... You know, obviously, Conor McDavid, if he stays healthy, he's going to get a pile of points this year. Um, you know, If the other, if another of the $6 million players leaves, I don't think it'll be Jordan Eberle now. I think it'll be Ryan Nugent-Hopkins because they'll see that they've got dry settle and they like him better at center along with Conor McDavid. And mm-hmm. and I still think they'll revisit Matt Dumba uh, in, uh, in Minnesota if they can't sign a defenseman uh, yeah. on July 1st.
0: Well, I... I Go to go to the Dallas Stars and say mm-hmm. we'll give you Adam Larson for Tyler Sagan. See how long that conversation lasts. If you want a sort of a scope of of where this trade ranks, you know, by, uh, from an unbiased perspective, looking at it from two other teams, that's kind of what tra- Taylor Hall for Larson is very very verisim- as, as center winger, s- I understand Scott Stinson but, pointed out in in post
2: media today he says when he first heard the trade he thought it was oliver ekman larson for taylor hall well that's a reach as far as i can see i mean oliver ekman larson is one of the half dozen best defensemen in the world i think so you weren't going to get ekman larson for taylor hall but uh i'm sure around the league everybody said the same thing is that all yeah Yeah. you know is that all for Hall? you know and not just at edmonton it was around the league as well so at least they picked a good day to do it. Uh, the same day that Subban got traded for Weber and Stamkos signed back in Tampa, so uh, they picked a good day. That of the three stories, that one was probably third in, in most markets. Yeah.
0: Well, and, th- and remember, Taylor Hall's only for as long as he's been around, he's only 24 years old, and, and players of his ilk really don't hit their peak till 26, 27. He has the potential to really just jam this.
2: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm jotting him down for 30 goals and 80 points in in New Jersey. Um, if Adam Henrik, you know he's playing with his former Windsor Spitfire yeah. teammate, I'm sure that he'll be wanting to score. Let's put it this way: if Kyle Palmieri can score 30 goals <laughs> playing with Travis Zajac in New Jersey, <laughs> I think Connor Mc, you know, I think Taylor Hall will easily score 30 and get 80 points. Yeah.
1: Now before we move on to the potential of having a Milan Lucic signed with the Oilers, Adam Larson, what about his offensive potential? I mean the Shirelli. Suggested that there's more, potentially more to his game on coming from the offense. Uh, Is it going to be a wait and see, or is there?
2: I don't know. Jersey beats the offense out of just about every player who goes there, so that is the caveat in all this. He was an offensive defenseman in Sweden. I mean, he put up points. He played in the power play, so he was offensive. He was every bit as offensive-minded in junior in Sweden as say Victor Hedman is in Tampa, except that Tampa plays an up. Temple style, and he plays the point in the power play and gets a lot of points, and there were some people that thought that coming out of junior that Larson would be as good as Hedman, and he's certainly not. And But you go to Jersey and you know they beat it out of you, and they say, play defense first, and then we'll see if the offense comes. I think he's probably got enough offense to be on the second power play unit of the orders because he moves the puck well, but first power play player, I, I don't see it, and I still... That's a... That is a critical hole in the orders. A defenseman that can shoot the puck, get it through. What's the point of having a defenseman if you can't get the puck through, if Milan Lucic is going to be standing in front of the net right. shielding the goaltender, if they sign Lucic if you can't get the puck through from the point? And they haven't had that for ever, ever for years, since Chris Pronger was here. Right. I mean, we're talking 10 years now, How on a defenseman that could really get the puck through. There's a lot of uh, you know guys pulling the gun out of the holster and, and you know, cocking the gun and said, "No, not th- not today. Yeah. I well, think I'll put it back in the holster. I'm not shooting it." So. Surrey would shoot it, and everybody would oh, get out of the way. That's how it got through. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I, sorry, it apologies to Sheldon yeah. Surrey, I forgot Sheldon. Uh, but not many guys want to stand yeah. in front of the
0: net. Right. And during showed. that stretch, Edmonton's power play was it was really at the good, top of the league. So you, you have to have that guy. And if they, if the others put together a really lethal power play, that would change a lot about that team. But it's one of the things that's dragging them down is they don't have the quarterback uh, to do that, and still don't. These is a lot of holes on the Oilers still. Has yeah. <laughs> that
2: changed from last yeah, year? Yeah, this just in. This <laughs> just in. You know, they also need a third line center. Yeah, you know, they need a guy to run the power play. They need another backup goalie. They need, you know, they need lots of stuff still.
1: Now, Milan Lucic. Um, Talk is he's almost certain to sign with the Oilers. What? How does that change? I mean, obviously, Taylor Hall is leaving. Lucic would be coming in. He would be your number one top line left winger. How does that change the attack?
2: Uh it's not as fast. I think he'd be coming late on almost all that's, the plays. Yeah. He's not he's not the one Taylor Hall would carry the puck from point A to point B himself. And I think which that's one of the reasons it didn't work quite so well with Connor, because Connor likes to carry the puck and so does Taylor like to carry the puck. But Taylor could keep up to Connor if they played together. So I think he's going to come late in the plays. He's going to, he's going to go into the corner dig the puck out and get to the front of the net. I think Milan's got better hands than people give him credit for, but it's going to be an adjustment if he's playing with Connor McDavid after playing last year with Anze Kopitar. I mean, Kopitar is a big strong man like, like, uh, is, but he doesn't skate like Connor McDavid. So I think he's going to have to change his style, but he's a solid, very good national hockey league player. And, um, you pointed out, let's hope he does sign with the orders. And yet I thought Steve Stamkos was never signing with the Tampa Bay Lightning. So before we get up, say it's hundred percent, we'll wait and see. But uh it
0: would certainly change the way the team attacks, having him on that line as opposed to yeah. somebody faster. Yeah, I mean he still gets around. He's not like the like the fat guy in rec hockey who never backchecks and is a half his own behind the play all the time. He 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 gets around a little bit and, and you know, in the NHL you know the 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 goals off the rush make the highlights but you know 75 percent of them are scored off the cycle and and just jam in the crease which is what he's spectacular at and what what the others really need so you know i think once they set up in the zone and he goes to the net with a stick on the ice i think he can you know kick in a lot of goals that way but uh you know he's different than taylor hall but i think he brings an element and on the power play too they've always they've been looking for a guy who will stand in front of the net fight first position with good hands who can can help in that respect. So I think you know. I think he brings a lot of, of really good elements. He's long been one of my favorite players in the league. I, I just like the the anger and the energy that he plays with. So I think you know if if he comes here, and I think it's a reckless move by Shirelli to trade Hall without knowing that he was coming here. So I'm assuming he will. Uh, I think he would be a solid addition and help you know change the look and the chemistry of the team. Uh, you know I like him as a player a lot. Seven years or six years. You know, you deal with that in years six and seven, but uh, you know, I, for now, I think it's uh, I think it's a decent move.
2: He won't get 17. I know that he's not. You have to change his number. I think he wore 27 in junior, so he, Vancouver Giants. He's not getting 17, and Taylor Hall's not getting four in New Jersey either, because Scott Stevens got that number up in the <laughs> rafters, so that'll be changed. And I don't know if they'll give out number four to anybody else now. I think Kevin Lowe decided to give it to Taylor Hall because yeah. nobody had that number for years. I, I suspect it's going back and mothballs number four now.
1: Now, what if Milan Lucic does not end up coming to Edmonton? Then what?
2: Uh, good question. I don't think uh, Benoit Pouliot is the number one left winger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he wouldn't be. Patrick Maroon would be the number one left winger. Yeah. Off I mean, last year. Yeah. Wouldn't would. you say? Yeah. I mean, now it would it, it appear that if Lucic comes, then it's a it's a arm wrestle between Maroon and, and uh, Pouliot to see who the second line left yeah. winger is, you know, provided... You know, Jordan Eberle stays as the first-line right wing, and I presume Puyarvi would be the second-line right wing. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, it's not good if he doesn't sign after already trading Taylor Hall. Yeah, Uh, what would it take to to get Hall out of Jersey? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. probably more than what they... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. We'll we'll take Larson and... Yeah, Larson and, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Obviously, they'd have to start. Yeah. I mean, if Maroon or... Pouliot is not your number one left winger.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine that they
2: do not have... I can't fathom, like when we asked Peter yesterday, what's the rush? Why would you trade Taylor Hall now? You know, and Peter can't say, oh, I've already got a deal in my hip pocket for Lucic because it's not July 1st yet. But no sane general manager would trade your best left winger without knowing for a fact that the
0: other left winger is going to sign two days later. Yeah, trading your best left winger for a stay-at-home defenseman without replacing the the offense at that, that, yeah, yeah. It just, it's inconceivable. But, you know, we'll, we'll see.
1: Do they go out and pursue a Kyle Pozo? Oh, I'm sure they kind of would. Player? I'm
2: sure he's a fallback player. But he's a really good player too yeah. and uh, plays a different style. He's got better hands than for scoring goals certainly than Lucie mm-hmm. does. I like him as a player. Yeah. Kyle I bet you signs in Minnesota, where he's from St. Paul, and he went to University of Minnesota. I think it's a better chance that he signs there than with the Edmonton Oilers. But yeah. I think all these general managers have pl- up to plan D at, at free agency. You know, they've always okay, we're doing this, and then if something happens,
0: then they go to plan all the other plans and hope that things turn out, but he better be here. Well, that'd be full panic mode if he decides, so, by the way, I'm staying in L.A. or going or to
2: Anaheim really looks attractive to me. You know, yeah. I, I still have a place in L.A., and,
0: you know, I'd rather just on the beach in Manhattan Beach and whatnot, and I just I'll just play in, in, in Anaheim. It's a pretty nice place to get used to, you know, spend a, you know spend enough time in the California area, and you can get used to it in a hurry. So I know I know one thing. It's interesting.
2: Lucic, you know, could play with Getzlaff and Perry, and Bob Murray said he wants the left winger to play with them. And it just so happens that Getzlaff's agent is Jerry Johansson, who's the same agent as Milan Lucic. So I'm sure he's running that by Milan. He says, Look, we've
0: got the same client here. And I'm sure Getzlaff is the one who's already phoned Lucic and said, What do you think? That's tempting, too. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if a guy who wants to win right now, I don't know the Oilers are, I, I do know the Oilers aren't in that position. So, you know, maybe. Uh, Know, if you're Lucic That's the only other
2: place I would go if I was Lucic. I wouldn't go back to Vancouver. I don't think that city treated him terribly well after the Bruins Yeah. won the Stanley Cup uh and he was a Bruin and living in Vancouver. So. he couldn't even take the cup home, right? Like they didn't yeah. even
0: Yeah.
1: Wouldn't they just forgive him? Uh,
2: probably, I think. It's Band, been 5 years, are, hasn't it? Fans <laughs> are pretty forgiving, but if you're looking at Vancouver and then they're telling you okay you can play with the Sedins, what for two more years? The yeah. are already 35, 36
0: years old. That's it's not that attractive to me. Yeah, so. that team. I don't think that team is going anywhere soon. Like it's... A, if I'm Lucic, i it's Edmonton or, or the Anaheim. Yeah, and I don't even know the attraction if you're Lucic of Edmonton, other than the money and the, you know playing with McDavid was is great, but you know Getzlaff and Perry in Anaheim is is fine too. Yeah. I don't, I don't. New think rink
2: so. and stuff, and I think it's close enough to Vancouver that without living in Vancouver, mm-hmm. like he can still go back to Vancouver two, three times a year, see his friends and whatever, and yeah. and. It's close enough to Vancouver, without being in Vancouver.
1: Now, moving out to defense, there are still, you know, more moves that Shirley wants to make to address his defense. Jason Demers, of course, came through town here a couple of days ago. Um, is there a point where, you know, the, the money might become an issue? Though, Do you, I mean, are you going to overpay this guy anyway? But how much is too much?
0: Yeah, that's a good question, because it, you, you will have to overpay. That's how you... I like I can't. It I mean, I know every fan
2: says the same thing about free agents. You have to pay more than... But I can't fathom they would pay Jason Demers, Demers even as a free agent, more than you're paying Adam Larson, the guy you just traded, or Clefbaum, who makes 4.2. Right. Or, and yet, that said, they've paid 5.5 for Sekra last year as a free agent. So... Mm-hmm. I think they would go four years, four point seven or something, a million more than he's making in in, uh, in Dallas. It'd be interesting if Jersey makes a play for him now. They just lost a defenseman. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> if they signed Jason Demers. That would be good.
1: What about what about the Matt Dumba for Nugent Hopkins? Obviously, that was something that was in you know talked about before the draft. Is that still a possibility?
2: It's a possibility if they can't sign another defenseman. I think the upside for Matt Dumba is certainly higher than it is for Jason Demers. I mean, I think Demers is a better player right now. Certainly, a better player right now. I kind—I'm of, kind of intrigued about Matt Dumba. I, he hits, he shoots, he fights. He has brain cramps sometimes. He tries to do too much. It's like his, his, you know, the wires get crossed in his head, and he tries to do too much. I remember watching him against the Oil Kings in the. Western League playoffs and such. Uh, he tries to do too much. If he ever st- got that straightened around, I think he'd be a really good offensive defenseman. He's 21 years old. I'd Certainly take a chance on him. I think he'd have to get more for Ryan Nugent Hopkins than just Matt Dumba. You think? You but think. then they just traded Taylor Hall and got Adam Larson. Right. So, so maybe not. So I think he's a fallback. I think certainly they've certainly talked about uh, about Dumba, and I think it's a. You know, I, it's it, it makes sense because Minnesota's played so many games against the Oilers, played so many games against Ryan Nugent Hopkins. They know what they're getting. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not a secret to them. So I mean, I think it makes some sense, but only if if they see Dry settle more as a center than a right winger.
1: And even though Ryan Nugent Hopkins, we can't really draw a parallel between a potential Nugent Hopkins and Dumba trade. With the Seth Jones and Ryan Johansson trade, but he is still a center. He's not a winger.
2: Yeah, He's only a center. I think that experiment we were
0: trying to hammer home last year um, playing the wing. I don't think that works for all. Well. I think yeah. he's a center only. Yeah, you're selling low on him right now too, because mm-hmm. he did. He's not. He's not coming off a great year. So uh, you know, you're you're selling low. So I mean, that I will only be one of those ones that you're. You know, we were talking about yesterday,
2: Rob, where you said let's wait a while on the roster. Maybe he has a great first two months. And Minnesota doesn't look like they got a center, and uh, you know then maybe you can revisit the Dumba right. thing. Although Minnesota, I'm led to believe they're going to sign Eric, St- you know Stall, as a short term fix. Um, they're heavy into seeing if he wants to come play there. Now I think Eric stalls best before date was a couple of years ago. Myself mm-hmm. as a top end center, but um, that they might not need Nugent-Hopkins.
0: Yeah, I, I would be more inclined to. Maybe try to, you know, hunt the free agent market right now before making another move with one of your key guys. Until you see into the season, just what Nugent Hopkins looks like, what Drysaddle looks like, and make sure that make sure that those guys are, you know, make sure that Drysaddle's the guy you are going to commit to. You know, give him give him a month to see if you know he picks up where he left off left off last year, and and maybe takes a step forward because you don't want to trade Nugent Hopkins and all of a sudden find out that Drysaddle maybe wasn't quite as good as he was as he was last season, or. Trade Nugent Hopkins, and then find out that you know last year was just a blip, and all of a sudden he's the guy that everybody thought he was going to be when 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 they took him first overall. So I'd be a little hesitant if I was Shirelli to to pull a trigger on another key player, but uh, you, know, you know he's showing that he's not uh, not very shy. No, he's not timid at all. Trade Sagan at all.
2: <laughs> Give him credit for that. And Kessel. Yeah. Give him credit for that. He steps up to the plate. There are around the National Hockey League lots of general managers who who were so hesitant to make any deals. And I, mm-hmm. I saw your your tweet last night where you, some NHL executive said, general manager said that he didn't know that Taylor Hall right. was on the block and you, <laughs> you shouldn't be in the NHL if he didn't know Taylor <laughs> Hall was on the block. They send out, pretty sure they send out faxes to all the teams in the league saying, well, but, you know, we might be interested in trading this player. Would Give me a call if you're interested. So I don't think these general managers work in a vacuum yeah. where they only like
0: talk to six general managers and shut the other 20, 23 yeah. out. Yeah, for an executive in the NHL to say, I didn't know Taylor Hall was available for a defenseman. Wow, you should be, uh, quietly step away from the desk because you shouldn't be in that position. you got to have your ear to the ear to the floor on that one.
1: And one player who's certainly on the block or at least I think he is, even though Shirelli said he didn't ask for a trade or anything like that is Neil Yakupov. Is anybody going to take a flyer on him? I know it's still relatively early. It's only June 30th, but...
2: I wouldn't be shocked if they tried to flog Neil Yakupov and Taylor Hall to New Jersey in the same deal. He said, well, you want to take Yakupov too? And then they could have got something. Then he would have said, hey, you got to give me another young player or a draft pick or something. And maybe Ray Shero said, I'm not that interested because they don't have much offense in in New Jersey, and that would be one of the teams you'd think might... They tried to trade him there last year. Uh, but all they were offering was Eric Jelena on defense, who ended up getting traded yeah. to uh, Colorado for a third-round draft choice. So there's the market for Neil Yakupov, third-round draft choice.
0: Yeah, well, I'm seeing Neil Yakupov fit into New Jersey's style of play is uh, be a little difficult. Yeah, that's <laughs> that would be they, – they probably pull their hair out just watching film of him, so I don't, I'm not sure he fits into their – they do need offense, but uh, I know I think they know enough about him that they are...
2: So, so, I mean, it's going to come back. If they can't trade him, then you go to training camp and you say, okay, Jordan Eberle is still our right first-line right-winger. He plays with Connor McDavid. Okay, and then Pujarvi, if he's good, is their second-line right-winger. And then you've got Neil Yakupov back in his same position, third-line right-winger. They can't play in the third line. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Making two and a half million on the third line and and not getting the touches he needs offensively to put up any points, so you're back to the same. Yeah. If he's not in your top six, I you know, I don't know if he can play in the National Hockey League. He's four years in, he's still only playing 14 minutes a game. He's got to play more than that, and only guys that play more
0: than that are in the top six, not the yeah. top nine. Yeah, definitely. It's a, I mean, it's up to him. Like he's had a lot of chances, a lot of different coaches teams invested a lot in him it's not like the Oilers want him to fail it's not like they're trying to keep him down it's the exact opposite they want him to they want him to flourish uh, either here or you know so they can move him somewhere else and it's just not happening and it's it's all on him i mean he has to get better there's no two ways about it
1: now we br- brought it up a little earlier but the orders do need a backup goaltender for will we'll benefit from more time in the hl does it matter who they pick up
2: yes i I think, although last year, for the first half of the year, I thought that was a really good pickup, that Nilsson, because he was tremendous till about Christmas. Yeah, he took the starting and job he, he away. He took from. the starting job away from Cam Talbot. And then after, Christmas, after about middle of December, his game just dropped right off. Uh, I think you have to – Cam Talbot can't play more than 55 to 60 games. So you need somebody who can play 25 games. There's lots of backup goalies out there, though. I mean, if I was them, I might even go to L.A.'s backup, Jonas Enroth, last year, who backed up quick and was really good when he played There's Al, Ma- Al Montoya in, in Florida. There's lots of backups you could get um, to play the twenty twenty five odd games and pay him a million dollars a year. Yeah, now that the defense <clears> is fixed. I mean, oh you, yeah, know, you don't have
0: to rely <laughs> as heavily on goaltending. A, go- a lot of goalies,
2: though, <laughs> they're a little hesitant of playing behind the order defense. They yeah, take a look at it and go, ooh, yeah. I'm not going to look so good here. So, uh, But goalies need a place to play. Uh, but they're not the only team in the league looking for a backup. Uh, so is L.A., so is Anaheim, mm-hmm. so is Edmonton. Maybe the owners signed that Yoni, Yoni Ordeo, who was in Calgary for a while. Right. And yeah. Calgary didn't want him back. Maybe they bring him in.
1: Well, we were all surprised, I guess, we could save for the, what the Hall trade yesterday. Wow. Well, uh, I guess are there any could we expect more surprises I guess we can maybe maybe not
2: well maybe they sign a third line center tomorrow too I mean maybe there's a third line center out there who can play you know significant minutes and is not just checker somebody who's a younger Matt Cullen type you know who can win some face-offs and has enough offense mm-hmm. to to I think they thought Mark Latesta would be that guy but I think Mark's better served to be the fourth line center and kill some penalties and work a little bit in the bar play and i thought he was pretty effective last year for what he did he won lots of
0: face-offs and stuff but i think he's better suited to be the fourth line center yeah i think they could they, they typically do they patch up a couple of holes with people you didn't really expect and you take a look yeah that guy might not be bad and then they give him a look for a year or so and they go you know either he works or he doesn't and if not move on to the next guy but i expect that uh yeah he'll You'll have a, a They've been looking for that third line
2: center for some time, Rob. They yeah. had
0: Belanger, Gordon. Then they had Gordon.
2: You know, and then last year they had Latesto. They've been looking for quite some time for a, a third line center. I mean, every team would love, love to have Nick Benino playing as your third line center. You know, yeah. on the Stanley Cup champs and putting up lots of points. But I said those are tough to find.
1: All right, I think we'll leave it at that. Thanks very much, gentlemen.
0: Thank you. Thank you.